I was talking about my penis, not about the drive. Both. Good one, Eddie. Penis jokes. They don't Funny as old. always. They do not get old. Like Catholic children. But. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Fake Philosophers. <laughs> wow, that's a hell of an intro. Once again, it's me, Mike, Eddie, and Mitch. Hi. Sorry, sorry for those of you confused as to the uh, the, uh, the the laugh fit we were in when you joined us. We just made some very good Catholic jokes. So. Yes, or just one really bad one. One, one enough to anyway. make flush. Right. How are you guys doing? Good. I have some grievances to vent, <laughs> and you Please. people are going to listen. So Eddie, I'm, actually, you know, I'm only listening to Will Smith grievances right now. That's fair. You know, I, 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 you know, I'm fine with skipping pleasantries, whatever. Fuck pleasantries. We're jumping right into the video. <laughs> um, I'm angry. People need to know about it. Yes. I'm actually nobody curious. Nobody else is angry. Nobody else is angry. No one's ever angry but me. Um, I'm actually kind of curious about you guys' opinion. So Eddie, in the past, we talked about how it's uh, the great resignation. It's now the employee market. It, you know, employers have to be a lot more giving to get people on board. So here's mm-hmm. about my experience this week. Um, it's Thursday today. Um, we've been looking at the bar for dishwashers and food runners. Um, I would say by this past Sunday or Saturday, I reached out to like 15 to 20 different people. Some of them got back to me. Some of them didn't. I would say out of, let's say 15, 10 got back to me, but we didn't schedule an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a total of uh, seven people got back to me and we scheduled interviews. So on Monday... Two interviews were scheduled. Neither one of them showed up to the interview. The first one, I I had messaged about five minutes after the time, and I was like, hey, are you running late? And he said, I I had an emergency. Can we reschedule tomorrow? And I was like, that's fine. Let's do it. So Tuesday, I had two scheduled. Oh, and the the guy, the the second one on Monday, had asked. Initially, I think it was like at 11 in the morning. And then he said, I'm sorry, could I come in at 4.30 instead? And I was like, that's fine. I waited till 4.30. Motherfucker never showed up. Um, so then Tuesday or it was like Monday, like seven 45, he messaged me. Oh, Hey, my bad dude. Can I come in tomorrow? And I just didn't message him back. Cause that was not the first time he's no showed. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually only scheduled that to see if he would show up. Cause he already no showed me like three times in the last two months. So that's why I, I just scheduled to see if he would show up and he didn't. So Tuesday I had two scheduled. Neither one of them showed up, including the guy who rescheduled. So that's three on Tuesday, Wednesday. I had two scheduled. Um, one showed up, and she was cool. Other one, no show, no call, no message, nothing. Today, Thursday, I had one scheduled in the morning, and I had talked to this person throughout the week. Did not show up. Oh, wait, I'm going to rewind. The guy who what was supposed to... What the fuck? The guy who, who said, can I come in at 4.30 instead on Monday? I forgot this part. This is the guy who I just scheduled just to see if he would show up. He messaged me at like 4.13 saying, I'm going to be there at 4.30. Because I think he said a little after 4. And so he messaged me at 4.13, saying, I'm going to be there at 4.30, and he never showed up. It was just weird. I was like, what the fuck? So then today, Thursday, I had one scheduled at 11.30 a.m., um, never showed up. And then a guy who randomly called yesterday afternoon and talked to my brother-in-law, he, got, he said, I can come in for an interview at 4 o'clock. So this guy who called us mm-hmm. showed up at 4 o'clock, and he was great. So just in my head, 
there was one guy who was scheduled for Tuesday who messaged me on Monday saying, um, cancel my interview. I found a job. I don't need the interview. And I was like, thank you for letting me know. So my grievance is simply put, you're putting, I'll say it, we use indeed.com to, to search out for people. Why interact with me and schedule something if you ha- are not going to fucking show up or at least let me? And I know it's an employee's market, I, like Eddie, we've talked about, but this shit's just disrespectful in my opinion. <laughs> like, like I was... You suge- hold on, are you suggesting that the generation today applying for a low-skilled job might have bad work habits? I get that. But like, I just, I'm just like, if it happened once in a while, but this is not even, so this week it happened because we scheduled so many interviews, but it's happened in the past where I'll schedule interviews with people and they'll just fucking never talk to me again. Wow. Um, Wow. I actually, we had a guy, this happened twice a few years ago who he signed on to be a security guard, a bouncer, a doorman, if you will. He worked two shifts training and we literally never heard from him again. We messaged him. Are you okay? Like, where are you? Never heard from him again. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's just, I get like, because I even, there was one guy I talked to, we messaged back and forth on Indeed, where he was asking questions about the job, the rate, et cetera. And he eventually was like, you know what? It's not for me. And I was like, that's fine. That's fine. But I just don't get, especially the cat the cat who fucking go, like, ghosted me like three, four times and didn't show up. Why would you continue to even, like I said, I, I scheduled it just to see if he would come. Yeah. And he didn't. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to get your perspectives on why. And it's not like one or two people. Like I said, this entire week, I think I had eight or nine interviews total and two people showed up. I just, it just, I'm bewildered by it. I'm so confused by it. That's unfortunate, man. Mm -hmm. Well, it's right now. This is coming to a head too, because you're not the only one. And I appreciate you sharing that. It's, it's very interesting because I'm just really right now I'm an employee and, uh, you know, I, I have my certain uh, limits and, and my limits are pretty much uh, salary expectations and what have you and time. Uh, but that being said, I get inundated because of my skill set, uh, you know, with a variety of employers. And when I'm in the market, I, I don't necessarily, re- well, there was a time when I was reaching out. And if you reached out to me, uh, you know, and because j- I already knew what the expectation was. Um, I'll get back. This is my perspective, and I'm going to address what happened to you. Uh, I would just say, what's the salary of of the position, or what's the hourly salary of the position? If it was below a certain amount, I would say thank you for your. That's that's below what I'm looking for. Thank you for your time. You know. Uh, now that being said, okay, let's say I go through the process, you know, or we leave the salary hourly to the end of the interview, like we used to do, or not even bring it up until like the last minute. Well, I've wasted your time. I've wasted my time. Unfortunately for the, if you're in the labor, if you're a buyer in the labor market, you're going to encounter the kind of ghosting mentality because people are kind of uh, approaching it like, you know, they're dating. It's a social interaction Mm -hmm. because think about it. You're doing everything over the phone. Uh, It's a swipe left, swipe right mentality. So you're kind of treating, you know, the labor market's really treating it in that respect. So the job, because of, you know, people needing um, the demand for labor right now, uh, they're, they're treating it in that respect. So I might not take you seriously, but if I need you, you're in my back pocket. 
you know? And that's, that's the re I don't say it's right. Uh, you know, um, it, it's not, it's not a right thing to do. It's completely, uh, inappropriate from my aspect. Then again, I'm a Gen Xer. But then again, if you look at, you know, kind of Generation Z, it's like, well, this is the way I treat. If I don't want to talk to you, then I'm just going to ghost you because why get into it with you? Why argue with you? I don't need to talk to you, blah, 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 blah. And it's not, it's not very professional. Now, there are people doing this at Apple. There are people doing this at freaking Google, you know? It's mm. not just for a small business owner. It's, it's, uh, it's quite a shock. It's very difficult because it's unprofessional. But you're not alone in, in kind of the modern take on good help is hard to find. Because for right now, it is still an employee's market. That's going to that's gonna shift real quick with inflation being what it is, oil being what it is, groceries. How, how are these people getting by? Rent being what it is. How are these people getting by? You yeah, know? well, I mean, California did extend its eviction moratorium again. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't know. But that's, California that's not helping the issue. But okay, so w my question back to you, would you rather have people ghost you now or show up for two shifts and then ghost you? That's no, fair. I mean, I that's fair. I mean, I don't think, you know, Mike, I don't think Mike's saying that. I'm going to speak for you, Mike. <laughs> Go for it. Um, Rock did. I mean, but you're allowed to bitch about it. I mean, obviously yeah. it would be worse if you hired a guy and you went through the process of training and then he dropped out. Um, I mean, it, it also depends on the position. If you were looking for a bartender or, or a manager or even a, even a, a bouncer, if you go through the process of making sure he has his guard card, or I don't know if you require that, but um, you know the, the training process, and then he just bounces out, eh, um, it'd be yeah. really frustrating. Versus a dishwasher who, after a couple of days, you know, I mean, not to belittle the job at all, but to be like, well, it'd be easier to replace. Um, kind of glad that he jumped, that they ghosted you now rather than mm -hmm. later. But <laughs> there, there <laughs> but is still, that aspect of it. Yeah, you're still allowed to complain about because that yeah, is shitty. That is shitty especially what you're, what it's been in the past. You know, it's mm -hmm. difficult hiring for those positions in a past labor market, but the fact that you're getting ghosted, you know, I, I completely empathize with your disrespect. Yeah. Well, it's just, um, it's, it's interesting. So this is the first time it's happened in this abundance, but even pre-pandemic and everything, it's happened where we'll, I'll talk to somebody on the phone. Cool, chat with them. Like, can I see you tomorrow at three? Great. And then just nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, because yeah. this is pre-pandemic too that this has happened, and I just never—it might be a a generational thing. Like I for is, this yeah. is a different example, but for instance, um, after school when I came back and we started running the bar and everything, I was talking to my my brother-in-law about it. I was like, when I did theater, even non-paid community theater, college, whatever, when the director says something, I simply I do it. It's the director. It's respecting mm -hmm. the position, and we were we're, we're talking about um, employees uh, talking back, getting attitudes and shit. And I was like, I just don't, I can't fathom this, this, this kind of behavior, like to a boss. And anyway, that's where with this, I can't, I've made appointments and then canceled and apologized. Like, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. I can't make it for these reasons. Okay. I just can't fathom. And I, hell I'll, you know, when I was single, I've ghosted some bitches too, where I'm just like, I don't want to talk to this bitch mm -hmm. and ghosted. I get it. But with yeah. a job interview, it just, yeah. I can't fathom it. It's a it's a form of bridge burning, really. I mean, if I like it if is. I applied if I applied at your bar, and decided 
as I got closer to the interview, it's like, no, this isn't going to work or no, I'm not going to make it to the interview. And I would just say, sorry, not going to make it. doesn't look like it's a good fit, but I feel like that still leaves the door open. If down the road, I said, Hey, um, I don't know if you're still interested, but that's happened. I was going to say that has happened. Um, okay, one of our, yeah. one of our security guards now, yeah, excuse me. I first interviewed him, I think back in like, I want to say September or October. And he it's was really cool that you get this right. Yeah. <laughs> so important. But we talked, and I really dug his vibe, and I, I contacted him after the interview, like, hey, i really like to, to bring you on board. And without going into the details, he was pretty much, he has a day job, and he was going to work, he said he could work nights because he has someone to babysit his kids. He messaged me back, he's like, I'm so sorry to waste your time, but um, my babysitting situation has changed, I, I, I simply can't take the job anymore. And I was like, thank you for getting back to me. Fast forward to, I think, December, he just messages me out of the blue, like, hey, are you still looking for guards? And I was like, yes, especially if you're interested. He's like, yeah, I got my situation smoothed out. Like, I'd love to come on board. And I was like, great. Mm -hmm. But you're right. If this guy just fucking ghosted me and never responded to me or anything, I'd be like, oh, fuck yourself. No. Um, It's difficult because on the front end, it's it's actually good because you don't want – you want to know that right away before you invest time and effort into those people. It's a hard pill to swallow. But if I were in your shoes, I I would – yeah, have your same frustration, but then again, do you really want? Do you want to be ghosted now, or do you want to be get ghosted two shifts from now? And that's that's on the backside of it. I do understand that concept too. It's like, okay, at least I know without even having to waste a five minute interview on this person. At least I know this is not the person I want to hire. I do see that side of it. It's just fucking, especially on Monday. But on, you but you want to believe that people are basically good and they'll be at least be professional, right? It's a little bit disappointing yeah. that they're gonna do. I mean, it's good you know that now but you're kind of disappointed you wish more people would be professional (laughs) and it's just the inconvenience of it too because don't get me wrong if i scheduled an interview at like noon and they don't show up i'm just like i'm here anyway fine on monday i was gonna leave at four i was planning to leave at four because i had to do some shit around the house and he said i'll be there a little after four and i was like okay i'll stay he said i'll be there at 4 30 i'll stay longer and i think i stayed till five and i was like like this kid just wasted 45 fucking minutes of my time. Like yeah. it's, it's wow. not even that he ghosted me. He's literally costing me time. Yes. That's why I was like, fuck this guy. And I almost wanted to, to schedule it when he messaged me that night. I almost wanted yeah. to just schedule it again to see if he shows up. And if he does show up, I could see his fucking face. And I know who he is. <laughs> and be know. like, okay, you wasted my time earlier. Now I'm wasting yours. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> when he walks in, I just leave. <laughs> yeah but then they, that's that's a waste of your time too that's yeah i know i'm not i'm not that petty but i fuck. i'll be i'll be honest with you guys like uh so i i i'm not doing the hey i visited england last year a bit i'm like literally saying i don't know if i've mentioned in this podcast that i do what my my job is i work on, on generators as a family business small business family business, and really it's just my parents and i mm-hmm. and obviously we've always wanted to expand. We'd love to grow so that we don't have to work as much, blah, blah, blah. But I, I confide, not even confide, I publicly state like the number one reason why I do not want to expand is that because it means hiring someone and not just any someone. It's someone that has to have a high skill set. So there mm-hmm. is a lot of investment, not only a high skill set, but a high um, uh, risk value of uh, cause of injury. And they're driving somewhere where there's cause of injury, where they have to have a high skill set. So I'm like, uh, uh, the requirements to bring a Californian 
onto our, you know, employees. Holy shit. Do you, it, so it mortifies me. My parents are a little bit more like, you know what, but that's business. You got You just got to do it. You just got to do it. And I'm like, ah, no, no. <laughs> you know, so no, yeah. it's a, uh, you're risk adverse. You can, you can pay for that by going through and, employment agency or a contractor it's expensive you're going to pay for that but you lose that risk they absorb the risk mm-hmm. you get the labor and it's not going to be cheap i think my parents constantly forget the blessing that i am uh, when, <laughs> it's easy yeah we'll make, we'll make sure it, they see that clip too yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it, it really was when i started working for him it was you know i was living at home i didn't have a job and i was like hey my days are free anyway can i start following you around and that turned into a two-year, like an accidental apprenticeship, really, of me mm-hmm. following my dad around and learning the craft. And then one day saying, you know what, I'm going to be serious about it. Let's do it. And because we have such a great relationship, they weren't worried about me suing them if I got into a car accident or whatever. But I'm like, yeah. oh my God. you know, it's it's I, 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 I'm mortified of it to bring someone else on. It's just employee rights today are so out of control. It's unbelievable. Um uh, 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 employees rights you know maybe maybe have a little competition with renters rights but <laughs> i mean well, those people get away with everything yeah and but you're right though because like uh i could i could be kind of i don't know we but there's been times in the past where even like you hire someone i could actually say this we hired someone recently she's not gonna watch this shit her interview <laughs> her interview no was, one does yeah <laughs> of the eight people i'm pretty sure she's not one of them <laughs> Out of 27 subscribers. Yes. There you go. Um, but so we hired this chick. The interview, so me and uh, one of our managers, one of our managers, our manager is the only one. We, we we interviewed this girl, and she gave a fucking phenomenal interview. It was great. It was an amazing interview. Um, first day of training, our manager's like, this bitch is going to be an all-star. She's a killer. It's going to be great. Within two weeks. We, huh? Did he say that exactly? Or? She said that. In so oh. many words. <laughs> Excuse me. Holy shit. Progress. Um, no. Shit, and oh, But within two weeks, everyone on staff was like, this bitch is nuts. Mm. What the fuck? Really? And, yeah. and so we we're like, okay. And it's one of those things. You're right, though. Like, as much as everyone says California is a free to, uh, was it free to work state, you can fire someone for any reason. You really can't. That's on, like, you, you, you can, and quote, unquote. But they can come at you for any sort of wrongful termination, depending on what it is. Um, Will it with- stick though? Because it's an if, if it's an at will contract, that benefits the employee. At will is meant; it's used offensively by companies. Um, so your HR department, which is you, uh, yeah, something. <laughs> you know, it's it's meant because it uh, it's supposed to prevent indentured servitude. So sure. you, you as an employee can say, no, we're good. I don't need to spend another month here to pay off my debt. We're good. You know, sure. but, but even like, um, I remember cause we, we don't have an official HR firm, but mm-hmm. we like, we have people we know who are lawyers and we kind of chat them with them. Like, what about this? What about that? Mm-hmm. And even we had a girl who she was on the verge of being fired. Let's just say it this is some, this is pre pandemic. And then she, um, had to take time off because she was going to like, a mental health like clinic for like several weeks to like get her, which is fine. That's great. So if she was already on her way to, to we were like, we we're going to have to let this girl go. She was already oh, on her way, shit. but then she, she had to go, she had to go to this mental health clinic and we're like, okay, so you, you can't, I, we're all aware. If someone has medical leave, you can't terminate them because of that. Mm-hmm. You had to allow them to come back and do their job. 
So we allowed her to come back, and her first shift back, she freaks the fuck out like two to three hours in just because of the stress. Oh, dear. And so we're in a situation where it's like she 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 ditched her shift. She left. But and I'm saying this as someone who's an avid supporter of mental health. Like, I, I, I really think people should take care of themselves. In that situation, we wouldn't have fired her because of her mental health issue. We would have fired her because she'd abandoned her shift. Yes. There, there's a difference. But she could play it as if they, I had a, a health issue and they fired me because of it. Yeah. And she so we were put. do that as well. Yeah, and we were put in that situation. Because I remember we never had this uh, happen, but just philosophically, we were talking about if we hired a Mormon and we were looking for shifts for Sunday. And the Mormon's like, I can't work Sunday. And we're like, well, then we can't hire you. If that person had a good enough lawyer, they could say they didn't hire me because I'm Mormon. And that's just the world we live in, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's that's the position my parents tend to take is that, you know, look, if they're going to sue us, they're going to sue us. We just got to, you know, we're religious and we're like, you know, we just got to trust God that he's going to bring us someone that, yeah. you know, we can trust and we just got to trust. Otherwise, what? We're just going to stay in one place forever. And I'm like, yes, but... <laughs> Yeah, so, and to be honest, it's though, difficult if you're a small business, especially yeah. if you're if you want to expand. I mean, Mitch hit it right on the head. It's like ah, hiring somebody in California. Ugh. Hiring somebody in general, because you're right. There was years where I was working every Friday and Saturday nights, two business nights of the week. Partially, um, even though it was a detriment on my mental health dealing with all this shit. Partially because I didn't trust not being there. Does that makes yeah. sense. Somebody yeah, from the family 100%. has to be there. Yeah. So I would put myself as I was bartending and managing at the same time. I was losing my fucking mind all the time. And it wasn't until after I stepped away from bartending, I realized that, but it was the distrust. It was like, there, these are people I, I don't, I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I can't not be there. Yeah. See my, my situation is I go, my job, my normal day is I drive to central LA uh, to some rich guy's house where he has a generator and I have to go through a checklist of everything that could possibly go wrong with this generator and make sure that it's all okay. Um, I do that about three or four times a day mm. and that's a normal day. So for me to hire someone and say, I am not only training you to be in this skill set of knowing this product, Ooh, there's the liability. But, but there's a liability, there's the getting there, there's, and then there's me giving my rich, customer <laughs> in the hands of in the hands of this millennial who did two weeks of training <laughs> and uh, you know he passed his three-day online course so he could be a certified dealer for this one product and i'm just going to be like you know what shit <laughs> yeah that's no, i love hearing this as small business owners i mean this is this is a perspective i think other other people would appreciate yeah mm-hmm. and, and what what bums me out to kind of speak to uh, uh, Glennie's issue with, you know, bad work ethic is when I do show up to a new customer who said, you know, I've been trying to get people to come out here. I've been trying to get a generator. Come to find out that people like us that, that say that show up when they say they're going to show up, if they don't know, they'll say they don't know and they'll figure it out. But just the fact that they showed up is rare. Hmm. That it took them so long to find someone. I mean, granted we're blue collar, you know, but just for someone to at least just show up and, and, and answer their phone calls and call them back. And it's rare and it bums me out. I should feel proud. Like, yeah, I'm doing it, but that's an easy thing to do. That's it's like one of those things. It should be the normal. It should be the normal thing. Yeah. 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 So 
Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah. So, what? I, I I have to confess. <laughs> I, I gonna, yeah. yeah uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I, I do remember kind of speaking to that point where when I was still bartending um, all the, a lot of the time, uh, one of our other bartenders, he um, he went and he like stocked all the kegs with backups. And he's like, hey, Mike, like, look, look what I did. And I was like, you realize you're supposed to do that. <laughs> I think I said that to him. I shouldn't have. I should have been like, yeah, thanks, man. Like that. That's what you should do every time. Yeah. yeah that's but what you I, I think I, I was like, dude, this that's your job. You're supposed you know, to do that. Like, you know, Chris Rock has a whole routine on that, right? Like, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Chris no, Rock mean, has well, a whole routine. What, of- what would it hurt? What would it hurt if you just said, that's a great job. I appreciate that and everything you do. Thanks no, so much. In retrospect, you're absolutely yeah, right. In the moment, just being frustrated with life. Because yeah. those years where I was bartending every Friday and Saturday were not mentally good for me. But just <laughs> in that moment, I was like, yeah, like the f- like it'd be like if a cook That's I put like in. That's like a bloody moment though. That but, is. <laughs> but like if I. It really is. It, it was just funny because like if I put in a, a cheeseburger, like a ticket to cheeseburger, and the cook's like, "Hey Mike, look at this cheeseburger," and I was like, "It's your fucking job, yeah. Thank you." Look what. <laughs> you should do that. You should do that to your customers. Lay it down. There it is. Huh? Yeah. That's a beer. I put it. <laughs> no, see, it, it, I, did you guys ever have it? This might just oh, be me. Awesome. This might just be me because I'm a psycho. But there was um, when I my first job, I worked at a retirement home um, in their kitchen. They had like a whole little like eatery kind of like a restaurant style when they had their meals. So they had a full kitchen with a, with a serving staff and all that. And I was a prep cook and a dishwasher. I like depending on the day, I did all kinds of stuff. But I remember, so it's it a first job, part time job, whatever. And I go in to collect uh, uh, a paycheck because before I think it was right on the cusp of, uh, of direct deposit. But I'd go in, I'm like, oh yeah, I just picking up my paycheck. The manager would hand me the paycheck. It's like, hey, you know, we really appreciate it. You know, thank you for your work. And you know, here's your paycheck. I would get, unfortunately, almost insulted. Like, I this this is your thank you. You don't need to thank me for what you're paying me to do. I always like, I always was like, come on, don't, don't, don't thank me. I'm getting paid. If you thank me, I feel bad now that I'm taking your money. You know, it's like, that's an interesting <laughs> perspective. That's well, well, yeah, because it, it, it is a done deal. That's why you're there. And it's you know, like, no, it's, well, you're not doing it you. for free. But then again, it's the emotional attachment to what you're doing. The thanks always help. It doesn't hurt. I you know. appreciate it if it were something like, hey, you went out of your way and you did a little bit more on this day. I saw it and I appreciate it. That mean like the world. But it, when it's something like, hey, you showed up on time, you did the work you said you were going to do, and you're clocking out, here's your pay, thank you. It's like, uh, we had an I, agreement here. <laughs> I, I got to take their side. You said, like, you showed up on time, you left late. That's great. I would be so happy if everyone showed up on time all the time. See, because it is rare. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're. you're I would rare. be like, thank you, please, so, thank you. Don't leave. Don't leave. So, I guess I was more mad. Not, not. I was. I wasn't even mad. It was. It wasn't that I was upset at them. It was. I was upset that they had to say it. You know. Yeah. Like they well, they didn't like have they to, say to say it. They could have said, "Here's your check." That's true. You know? That's on the, true. But they chili on, on your fries. You know. On and the then, flip side, if we had an HR person, they probably would have been mad at me. I remember someone said something like that. They're like, I, I was telling, like, "Hey, just make sure during your shift you this, this, this." And they're like, "Oh, like." Well, what do I get in return? I'm like, your fucking paycheck that we give you. Like, <laughs> what do you mean, what do you get in return? Amen. Amen. <laughs> we had an agreement. <laughs> See, Mike has a very, he's very, Mike is very 
unhealthy, but he has a healthy perspective, if that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Because you've worked both sides and you work both sides, you don't lose that sense of like, okay, I've been in your shoes, literally. Shut the fuck up and do your shoes. <laughs> this is what I did when I was there. Yeah. Are you better yeah. than me? Yes. Then deal with it. Well, you know, it, it doesn't hurt, but I can I see I can see both points of view. No, I do I do think I do I do think there is something though to um even like uh, we have a newer bartender who's worked for us for maybe a year and a half, two years now, and she we almost didn't hire her, but we hired her, and she turned out to be a great fucking hire. I remember at one point I just told her straight up, I was like, hey, I was like, I'm not sure if we ever said this to you, super fucking happy we hired you. Just <laughs> That's said, awesome. Said, just said that to her, I was like, super fucking happy we hired you, and she was just kind of like, oh. Thank you, and I was like, "No, thank you. Like, you're fucking great. Thank you." Mm-hmm. And just, I think I do think that little bit though now plants that seed of loyalty of like, okay, they appreciate me, definitely. And even if she she's not a manager, but we will we'll go to her. Like, what do you think about this? Like, what do you think about that? And so there is that, but it, yeah, it does go a long way. I mean, the organizer, I uh, every Tuesday, I well, it's not. Is, this is what I do, and it's what I've chosen to do. Um, we see San Diego is a charity that every Tuesday they give, they offer a free home cooked meal to the populations, you know, local populations needy. I remember you and, telling us about that. Yeah. And the organizer, her name's Laura. Every time she sees me, she knows her name. She says, thank you. Even one time when, you know, they have like little coolers that were, that they put water in so they can, uh, you know, dispense bottles of water, keep them cold. It was leaking. I just know what to do. I grabbed a mop, started mopping. Laura came by. Hey, thank you for all you do. Thank you so much. You know, it's just that little thing. And that's part of what keeps me coming back. You know, it's that sense of community, that sense of thanks, you know, and I love, and that's leadership. To me, that's leadership when you do that. Sure. Yeah. And then- just a sense of appreciation goes a long way. Very much yeah. so. Now, the opposite of that, I was going to get into, like, kind of my ghosting stories. And somebody, you know, <laughs> as an employee, as, you know, somebody who was seeking work a little bit ago, getting into the job market, what caused me to to ghost was, well, when when a particular person reached out to me and I have questions, and it was a Friday, and they said to call them back, I call their I call uh, their cell, and it's Florida time too. And then I call their business line. It kicks to somebody else. And uh, they said, okay, let me transfer you to them. And then I get hung up on. And that was probably a transfer problem. So you know what? I ghosted that person. Interestingly enough, the contract they were submitted me for really liked me. I got to stage one. I got to stage two. And it was their manager who had to talk to me. And I eventually, you know, ended up getting the position that I have now. But that's one instance. The other instance was, I forgot, it was for like a part-time gig that was above the line of what I was looking for hourly. And the guy gripes at me right away. Like, oh. this, is, this, is over te- this is over messaging and LinkedIn. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So I send it now, granted, it, it wasn't the only opportunity that I was, you know, kind of investing in. He did say to put times that I could meet in cent, uh, you know, in central time. I was busy. I had other things that I was, you know, addressing. I put them in Pacific time and then he just texts me back or he messages me back. Is there a reason you couldn't put them in central time? And I'm like, I'm going to be representing this person. And it's like, that's a no. And that person 
still okay. ended up calling me. I did not answer the phone. And then I get the, you know, we're, we're not moving forward with your resume via LinkedIn. And it's like, yeah, thank God you were responsible for that. But just being able to do the math in your head and being more of a leader, because he, he doesn't get paid. He doesn't get paid unless I get paid. So I'm the one doing the labor. You're the one doing the managing. If you treating me like this in two messages, it's not going to work out. I guarantee it. So, you know, I, that, I, that speaks to the ghosting. I would agree with that because the guy was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I know when I'm a dick. I know, I know when I'm a dick. <clears throat> I wasn't a dick. I was very respectful when I was talking yeah. to people. So I think if it would be more like if you guys said like, okay, hey, let's do a, a, a video interview at three o'clock on Tuesday. Then you were just like, no, I'm just not going to go. I'm just not going to do it. But it's different, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you get kids like, you know, that are kids, they're 18, <laughs> 19, 20, they have to be able to work into a bar. I'm calling them kids. Who's old now? But yeah, they're not used to, they're used to that kind of friend unfriend thing. And the more you do that over the phone, the more you're going to encounter that. And it's a generational thing. Yeah, there is a decreasing, uh, well, I guess increasing uh, a rate of avoiding conflict and avoiding, you know, difficult conversations. It's so much easier just to block a phone number yeah. than it is to tell someone to their face, you know? So it's just, you know, you get well, there's coddled. no win in it. That's why I did the ghosting thing. It's like, well, I'm going to waste my time getting into it. And it's like, should I tell this guy to be more polite? No, I just don't want to work for him. And I, I know I'm going to get back by not offering him my labor because, yeah. you know, he's well, going to get a piece of it and he's I, not. I almost feel like it could be generational, but even um, recently a guy in Indeed, he he, he applied for the dishwashing position. And um, in his resume on Indeed, it said, like, I'm 17 years old. I go to this high school, but I'm, I want to work. I want to do blah, 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 blah. And I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, like, read your resume. Like, you want to come, come out and interview? And he messaged me. He's like, absolutely. Here the dates are available. But just so you, you know, I am 17. And I was like, cool. Like, as long as you have your work permit because you're under 18, I don't give a fuck. So, like, you do have this 17-year-old now who's, like, following yeah. up, wanting to work. So, I'm not sure if it's generational or just. No, it's it, a societal thing. I it mean, could, you can, okay, it's the quality of the people. That That's who you want to hire. You want that guy who's yeah. up front and professional. You know, obviously, well, I, mean, I don't care how old you are. Even if you're like 13, do your parents approve? Make sure you get two forms of ID from those parents and, you know, everybody's on your contract. But yeah, if yeah. you want to work, you know, the, even, the, even the jerky boys, when they were doing their prank phone calls, one of those incidents is, is a guy like uh, an auto mechanic. He says, all right, how about this? I show up, I start work tomorrow. And the guy has to say, whoa, I got to hire you first. But can you imagine that? Somebody who wants to work for your business that, no, I'm going to show up tomorrow and I'm working for you. You know? Yeah. Well, the there, guy, there's the opposite of that. No, so the guy I talked to, I think I told you today's Thursday, the, the, the second interview, the guy who called like last minute and he made it by four. And he was a fucking, like, I liked him 30 seconds in. And I think we all know, kind of like an audition, you know, in an interview, 30 seconds in. Yeah. I think the interviewee knows too. 30 seconds in, whether or not they're getting hired. Um, and so he was awesome. And I was like, okay, well, I got all the questions out. And I was like, well, when could you start? And he's like, I could start tonight. Damn. Um, yeah. And I kind of I was like, oh, no, don't worry about that. Because, like, we already had somebody that night and blah, blah, blah. But in my head, I was like, this, and he has a daytime job, too. Like, this guy just wants to, to fucking work. And I was like, cool. And, like, we're, we're going to hire him. I just told him, like, hold on. Like, I'll, I'll call you just so, like, I could talk to my partner and everything. But no, and so I'm not even sure if it's like generational. I feel like just I feel like if you are on indeed.com trying to get a job, you're already kind of 
That might be a, it's kind of a red flag. Even though we've gotten some good people off of Indeed, it is kind of a red flag. It's it's an easy way to get your name out there and be hired um, Mm -hmm. because you could do it on your phone. You can look it up. And so that's the, the, the double edge of that sword is that, you know, because it's easy to do and it's easy to find people, it is easy to do it if you're not, without a real commitment, I guess. You and know? you're not going face to face, yeah. If if you want a job though, I mean you could do it. I before indeed there was Career Builder. There was there's dice.com for technical people. Craigslist. If you're if you really go far back, there's thing of a job. You know, there's monster still. Uh, oh, but the, but the thing the is yeah. With Indeed, it, it really doesn't matter. It's the quality of person and it's how committed they are. And that's the difficult thing. It's it's the commitment to the position and then being shown up as reliable. And if you're starting out earlier in career, you, you don't know that quite yet. And if you're mm-hmm. dealing with that demographic, you're gonna have you're gonna have growing pains such as that. But honestly, off of Indeed, uh, generally I go off of Dice and up to a certain point now it's all LinkedIn. Now it's all LinkedIn. I've, I've, I've never been on LinkedIn, but I've heard good things about LinkedIn. Do yeah. people still do people still walk in and ask to speak to a manager to see if they're hired? Do people still do that? Yes. Yes. Because that's what I would do. I would do like if I were looking that's for what a I job, that's 100% what I would do. I would like I wouldn't apply online, none of that shit. I'd face to face manager. Hi, here's my resume, whatever. So the girl I talked about earlier who ended up being fucking psychopath um <laughs> she did that that's what caught my eye is that okay. she came in with with asked for rent manager i was in the back i came out she handed me her resume we chatted for a minute and then so we needed somebody so like a week or two later i called her in that's when we did the interview she nailed it turns out she was a psychopath but the point was the fact that she came in and just handed me the resume it was nice it says a lot it, it was, says it a was lot. yeah she got hired yeah whoops but i mean i mean what they turn out to be, you can't control. But as far as oh, yeah, like the course. initial, the initial, uh, you know, how do you do? Uh, mm-hmm. First impressions yeah. are everything. And man, you Absolutely. know, just thinking about that, the last time I did that was to be a bartender. And mm-hmm. I remember going in for a couple drinks. All I had was bartending school. I, you know, I didn't hang out in bars, but you know, they had hired people like that, and then they're passed out of the bath in the bathroom, and it's like, okay, we'll see you later. Um, but I knew uh, Mike's brother. Uh, was like a bouncer there, and so that's how. Not I got me, by the way. Not me, Mike. Yeah. Not not. I was gonna me, say, wait no, a minute. Yeah, not me. <laughs> uh, but what you would call it? I remember uh, going in one evening, and I, I, Joey might have prompted me to go in, but I hand the bartender who was working uh, my resume. Sergio, uh, the guy who owned the bar, one of the owners, he hands it to Sergio. Sergio just looks at it, nods at him. And then he's like, okay, come behind the bar right now. <laughs> that's, that's how I got started as a Friday. Come cool. on back. <laughs> Here's how you pour a beer. That's I awesome. just learned how to like a Long Island in a hurricane. Did you that's want awesome. To pour you beers? know what? <laughs> Fuck the internet. Let's get rid of all internet hiring and just do it that way. That's the way it should be. You know? And well, it's incredible now because my gig at first it's like i i even told my son yeah i'm not gonna apply to any jobs i'm just gonna let him come at me you know and just but then the quality isn't isn't like really there if you want your own quality you've got to go out because who's mm-hmm. coming at you it's people who are going to get a piece of what you earn and mm-hmm. it's like no i'll just go out and find my own gig and i'll keep that extra 25 bucks you know yeah. uh but um it's 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 fascinating on linkedin i w- i just remember just the first time uh, you know, just that I got higher off of LinkedIn. Oh, uh, my Indeed story is that uh, 
none like it. I understand why it happened like this in retrospect. Um, I submitted my resume the next day. Uh, well, no, he called me in like two hours, said, hey, uh, you're here for a SharePoint position, huh? Can you come in tomorrow for an interview? And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come in tomorrow. I go in, so that's Tuesday, Wednesday interview, Thursday I'm hired. That's a, you know, but uh, then again, yeah. if you don't have somebody to run the thing, now there's the reason they did that because <laughs> they were that disorganized. I don't even put it on my resume. <laughs> sure. Um, that was kind of a cluster. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of nice because they gave you a performance. Oh, no, I, I wouldn't discuss that. Uh, but yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, and I got another job that, you know, paid like $30 an hour more. So it's, you know, there you go. and I told that to our coworker. He's like, I don't even make half that, you know, it's like, um, but yeah, it's, that's, but that's the labor market. And that's, mm. you know, that's kind of the skilled labor market. And yeah. uh, the more credentialing you have, the more you can call your own shots. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm luckily still in that market where skill is a big part of it. And what's on my resume is a big part of it, but Mm -hmm. with since since it's still it's it's partly labor but mostly a service-based career or job that i have the interpersonal part of it's huge so if i went in and greeted a manager that speak like even if i were lacking in skill uh making up for it with your interpersonal skills is uh that's huge actually way. that's mm -hmm. huge actually and, and it's fascinating being Not in line of work as a software engineer having this skill it's like i'm a mutant but i'm a refreshing one you know yeah, because I, now i can present the code and it's not milton it's like i'm actually going to be interesting and right milton. people are going to be engaged because you know if he's you know one minute yeah. he's telling you about you know how to do uh how Is to it? enter these informations and then the next minute he's got a sparkler up his ass it's like pretty you know it's pretty maybe fun. that's maybe that's why and, and you guys Correct me if I'm being a judgmental dickhead here, but if I know someone who is having a hard time getting a job, I instantly judge them because I'm like, okay, then you're not likable. Because <laughs> people will yeah. like, people will hire people they like, whether they're skilled or not. It's 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 been forever. I don't know. Well, and, not not in this business, not in not in software. Okay, in in, you know. in specific you know jobs like yours, but if you are unemployed. If mm -hmm. Eddie, you were unemployed, it's because you chose to be unemployed. You could get a job if you had. To. That's true. Yes. And, and and I think a lot of people will put certain jobs below them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like the, yeah. where they won't which apply I, for these jobs. Right. Which I think is stupid. But <laughs> no, I agree. I'm not disagreeing. But it's just I think that's like like right now, hypothetically, if the bar burnt down and I had to go apply to places, I'd be like, oh, this I can't find a job, but this company is hiring a janitor. I'm not going to be a fucking janitor. Not going to. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's. Well, yeah. well so. the thing is, uh, it, it could be like that, or you're just overqualified. What if you are so desperate for a job? You're, I'm like applying to be like a ranger or something like that. I don't have the qualifications, or I, it's like you have a college degree. You're no, you're overqualified. And then it's like, oh, we are looking for a SharePoint dude. And then I go in and start talking about administration. It's, it's like, oh, you're not a good fit here because you know too much. It's like, so. I. <laughs> Personality I, does you know. go a long way. I've learned how to leverage that, but in terms of skills, that's you can all. But the thing is, the thing is, there even this past thing. There's a component I don't uh, with with regards to Power Apps because I know you guys are into Microsoft. With regards to Power Apps, I wasn't sure with uh, about using Dataverse, 
And, you know, the guy who interviewed me, the technical guy, he's like, yeah, it's easy. You can learn it, you know, <laughs> because we got along and he's right. It's not yeah. a big deal. I think a lot of people are willing to forgive um, the skills if you if you do, if you are nice and you are open. Uh, I was going to say, because so, you touched on something like where if you go in and you kind of seem overqualified or whatever, the last job interview I ever went on, uh, this is before I kind of dedicated myself to the bar. It was for a bartending position. Um when my girl used to live in the valley and it was like the bar was right right down her street this is a poster up they were like building it there's a poster up hiring now blah 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 so i just went online i put in my resume um and i got a call the next day like hey can you interview today and i was like cool yeah i'm here i'm available so i, I, was, I was standing at her place sat down with two hiring managers we talked we it felt like just a conversation it wasn't like an interview like we we vibed like it was cool nice, nice. and and um granted i know the industry this face is not one you hire. I know the industry, but um, I was younger, but still, I just I, I know. And but they were like, you know what? We really dig you. Um, we're gonna follow up. We're gonna set up a second interview with the owner. Uh, and we're really gonna go bad for you. We love like we really like you. I was like, all right, cool, dope. Next morning, so the valley is about an hour away from my bar and where I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, I was already set to drive home. But they called me in the morning and they're like, can you, can you interview today at like three o'clock? And I was like, <laughs> paraphrasing, fuck no, I can't. I have to be at my, my, my job at six. I'm not leaving after three. Like that's going to be fucking horrible traffic. Yeah. And, um, I didn't say all that, but I said like, no. And they're like, okay, okay. Um, hold on. Can you make it at 11? Like they changed it up. And I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Cool. Got in and. This owner was a fucking piece of shit. Like thirty seconds in, I was like, "Fuck this guy," <laughs> and I, I was still trying. Like he, he fucking right off the bat, like asked me about like my resume. He's like, "What's this bar?" And it was obviously my bar that I had worked at since I was. And I was like, "Oh, I kind of lied." I was like, "Cause I don't want to say it's my parents' place," you know. But I was like, it's a friend of the family, so I know them. So I started working there when I was 16. I, I'm a bartender there now. Now I'm the lead bartender, et cetera. And he was like, so why are you applying at a bar in the Valley? And I was like, no, my girl lives out here. So, like, I actually would love the slow days, Mondays and Tuesdays. Like, I don't want the busy days. And then he, he uh, so I did, he questioned my resume and pretty much subtly accused me of lying. Mm. Um, because I did do consultant work on my girl's company at the time because they were building a bar in one of their locations. And so I did go in as a consultant to talk about it. Now, in reality, I donated my time. I said I was paid on my resume. Fuck, who cares? I, I did the work, though. Mm-hmm. And he kept challenging me, why would they hire you? And I kept saying, like, I knew somebody in the company. So instead of getting an a, a expensive consulting company, they came to me instead because of my experience. And he's like, I just don't understand why they would do that. And I'm like, just fucking tell me you think I'm lying. Like, <laughs> why would I lie about that? This is a bartending uh, job. Why would I say I'm a consultant on my resume when I could just say I bartended all these other fucking places? Like, <laughs> stupid. Yeah. It was dumb. I was like, and, I, yeah. and so, and then he keeps, he, he starts talking to me about like, what kind of bar is this place? He's talking about my place. And I was like, it's kind of like a normal bar. turns into kind of a classic rock club in the weekends. And so he started saying, are you for, are you, so you were a trained bartender? And I was like, I was trained as a bar back and I kind of self-taught myself as a bartender as I went. So you're not formally trained. Well, I had other uh, bartenders. I had other bartenders train me, et cetera. So you're not formally trained. I guess not. No. 
Okay, so we'll probably, and he kind of went in this kind of setting thing about how it, I would work the beer bar only, not the cocktail bar. And I was like, just in the, I still, at the time, I still wanted the job, you know what I mean? I was like, so I'm still trying. And he even said, he's like, so what kind of uh, cocktails do they make there, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, it's not like, you know, he, well, he said, he's like, is it like a really simple bar or is it like a, a fancy bar? Like, what do you, and I was like, do you mean like an artisan cocktail bar? And the fact that I knew the word, visibly, you could tell he was irritated. He was like, yeah, yeah, an artisan bar. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, we're not really an artisan bar, blah, blah, blah. And he just kept going on and on. And like anything, like just, it was just like, why are you being so antagonistic? And well, I'm not sure. Work for him, you know, and if you're younger, you can call it. But yeah, yeah, there's so many red flags right there. But it was it's just like, weird. No, I'm not, I'm, this isn't gonna work out. And I, I told some, I told the story to a few people, and some of them were like, "Do you think maybe like because you knew your shit so much that he like was threatened?" And I was like, "I don't want to go to the threatened thing." But the last straw, where I was, I was kind of like. Meanwhile, the two the managers who had my back the day before were fucking quiet because I'm not sure if they were. Um, and, yeah, I mean, duh, but and, but it was just funny. Even the consultant thing that I did for her comp the company. He even was like, so what'd you consult on? And I was kind of like, well, I can't say everything because I signed, you know, like a non-disclosure agreement. But pretty much they were asking me from my experience where I would put POS systems, the coolers, the supplies, all this stuff. And he's like, I can't make this shit up. He was like, so you're not, you weren't really a bar consultant. You were more of like a location consultant on like where to put locate things. I was like, fine. I was just like, fine, fine. Yeah. And the, mm -hmm. the final thing that he said to me, he's like, I got to tell you, Mike, like, because uh, I did kind of win him over with some stories of uh, my past experience. But he's like, I got to tell you, Mike, I really like you. You seem really trustworthy. But uh, one thing I noticed throughout this whole interview is you, you haven't smiled since you walked in the room. And everyone likes going to a bar and the bartender's smiling, the server's smiling. And in my head, I was like, you've been fucking attacking me since the moment I walked in here. Of yeah. course I'm not fucking smiling. And I just kind of, I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm just trying to take this as serious as possible. I want the job. And he's like, okay, well, yeah, we'll see if we call you. And I think by the time I got to my car is when I realized, like, fuck that guy. Because yeah. in the moment, I was trying to impress him still. But I was like, fuck yeah. this guy. You want to be liked. It's natural. Should have walked back in and said, hey, you know what? Fuck you. And uh, fuck your bar. <laughs> I'm not and, taking uh, your job. Well, what, well I'm an artist. San Bernardino County, bitch. Fuck you. Well, fuck it was way. so dumb, like, because on my well, resume, yeah, it's, it yeah, on a resume, I said a lead bartender at the at my place, and part of my job was to pick beer selection. So he asked me about that. This is how fucking dumb this guy is. It's turning in my own fucking rant now. Sorry. This is how dumb this guy is. And he goes, "You still are about it, okay?" Because <laughs> it it does bother me. So I'm not gonna lie. Because it was just so weird. Um, he was like, "So you picked the beer selections at your place?" I was like, "Yeah." So he starts going on of this monologue about how he's he spent two years putting together his beer selection. Which in my head, I was like, two years? Like, I could come up with a good thing in like 10 minutes, but fine. And um, <laughs> and so he goes, and then he tells me, he's like, so if we did decide to hire you, I would need, and I'm, I think he just used the word because I had already used it. He's like, I would probably need you to sign like a non-disclosure agreement or a non-competitive agreement so that you don't take my beer list and implement it at your bar, like this Weird. other bar. And I remember I kind of, I think he got pissed off when I said this. I was like, well, a lot of the beers we have at the bar are like local from local breweries you probably never heard of. And it's also mm. an hour away. So I don't think that's a problem, but I'd be willing to sign that if, you, if it makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. And he, and he, he kind of, he's like, well, yeah, of course. Cause you know, I just don't want my beer. Yeah. And I was like, He's like, it's from what I've gathered, this guy sounds like the all the toxic traits of a self-made man. You know, like the guys who come up from nothing and build their own business and like, you know, make it. God bless them. But there I is, hope you're being like, sarcastic. <laughs> no, no, there there is a 
there is a healthy version of that. The guys that come up or and girls who come up from nothing and build themselves a business and are great. And you meet them and you're like, that's why you're rich. Cause you, you know, cause you're an awesome person. But then there's the toxic side of that. Those kind of guys that are just like, I did it my way and my way is the shit. And everyone else that thinks they can help me is wrong. And I am better, you know, because yeah. I come up from nothing and all that. It's just, you know, it, you see it a lot in that, but, but I'm not, I don't want to go too long. I'm not sure if I should even mention this. So I was so irritated at the time that I actually went online and started like uh, Googling this guy just because I was curious, like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so I went to the bar's website. I almost want to say get, the bar. You're going you're gonna to get fucking sued, man. He watches definitely. But... <laughs> well, I haven't said anything yet. I haven't said anything yet that to know who it is. But so I Googled him and I, yet, I went to the... Yet. <laughs> yet. So I went to, the, I went to the, the website of the bar that hasn't even opened yet. So there's a web, oh. full website and everything. Yeah, it wasn't open yet. It was going to be like a fresh so opening. So we could, we could, uh, you know, those of you listening at home, you can go back on your timeline, try to find the time when Mike was applying for jobs. <laughs> yeah. At a bar that hasn't opened yet in the valley. Okay. I don't think I talked time. about it on there, but maybe. But um, I went to it, and so if you went to the website, there was all these links towards like um, uh, God damn it, uh, franchising opportunities for this place. Okay franchise opportunities like you could have open your own franchise reach out to us that was like a lot of the website and i was like huh because this place isn't even open yet and upon further searching i found some clips on youtube where he went on a um one of those dumb local talk shows you never no one watches and he gave like this interview about his place opening up in la etc etc and then one of the girls like where could we find your place and this was like a year or two before this even happened like before i was looking at it it was like two years old and he was like, well, we're still looking for locations in Orange County and L.A. County and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this this is two years ago hmm. from when I was I was interviewed. He, he was already – he still hasn't opened. He didn't have a location. And he was trying to, like, put out this franchising thing. Interesting. I looked deeper because it was just fascinating to me at that point. I looked deeper. Yeah. I forgot the name of the burger chain in L.A. and Orange County. He was, like, uh, one of the, the, the top dogs, like, on the board. And they were ripping off their franchisees, like the people who were franchising through them. They weren't, he wasn't giving, like they weren't giving them the share of the profits. And he went by a different name at the time too. Whoa. And I was like, one, the internet has way too much shit on it. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't know this stuff. Ooh. But like two, this guy is literally not just rude to me, a piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I found out all this and I was like, oh my God. And he, he was sued for it. Like, mm-hmm. and so yeah. he had to like drop his position at that company. And now wow. he, and now he has this new bar and I guess they have like two or three locations now. And I was just yeah. like, I dodged a fucking bullet. And my even bullet, bullet dodge. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so, so my lady, she worked in the area around where that bar was. And she actually, with people in her company, you know, you hear shit locally. And I guess people had gone there and everybody was like, the owner of this place is a jackass. Like people didn't like working <laughs> for him. People like, I even looked at Yelp. I think Yelp's a fucking wasteland of nonsense. But I even looked at Yelp. And the reviews were all negative right away. It was fucking... So I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't get that job. I'm glad I didn't. Anyway, that became a personal rant. Sorry. It did. But, you know, it shows you were frustrated. <laughs> Taking you, time. You judge a, yeah, you so interesting. judge this character right away. So so, so interesting. Dodged a bullet. He looked like a douchebag, too. You don't usually look well, like a douchebag. That's what's like a nozzle it. and smelled like Summer's Eve, or what? Oh! I think I'm... Mm. <laughs> I think I made a, a a gif of him on one of those videos I found because he was laughing like a fucking retard, and I just I gift it. Nice. I have to share that in the private chat if I can find it. 
Absolutely. Or the public chat, because that's what we're doing. We got to share Then I would get sued. This, someone yeah. was like, hey, isn't this you? <laughs> it's like, find the libel. What Go are they going to take from us? It's like, find, yeah, find the libel. Tell me something I said yeah, that wasn't we're, true. We're like yeah, point it out. It says it, you know. It's and prove like, it wasn't true. Exactly. Did you record the conversation? No. Nope. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, you know what? Hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know what? Hopefully, people today get better about uh, applying for jobs. And well, it's going to get real yeah. interesting because inflation's eating, oil prices are eating, energy costs are eating. Uh, so people yeah, need jobs, man. It's 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 get, get ready to see a flip and get ready to see people. Uh, who um, who you really want to work for. And then mm -hmm. there's the opposite of that. You're going to have to turn good people away. Top-notch mm -hmm. people, when you have to turn them away, you're getting this end of it. The other end is yeah. coming soon. So that's 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 there was, what you're doing now. Yeah, uh, to kind of go into what you were just saying, there was a story I read, um, and I forgot where it was. It was an Applebee's somewhere like in the South or the Midwest, that the... Um, there was like a, an email between like board members or management or something where they were, they were explaining like the economy is going to shift towards employers again. And they were using it as a way to justify lowering their wages or something. And someone yeah. leaked the email to, or I think it was one of the managers who got it. It was like, that's fucking wrong. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. And so they, they leaked it to the rest of the staff and there was like a mass quitting. This yeah. Applebee's just, well, everyone just quit. Around. You don't need Applebee's like, oh. like trash. Applebee's yeah. can't win, can they? First they had that ad when the Ukrainians were getting bombed and shit, and now this. Eesh. What ad? That that, what that ad? thing, like right during the the invasion of Ukraine. I didn't. Oh see oh that. oh, the the yeah, news yeah. station where they ran the Applebee's ad yeah, yeah, yeah. like during. Okay, I thought you meant like oh they had an God. ad with Ukraine. So. That's funny. No, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the CNN coverage of the Ukrainian invasion where they were showing the cityscape and you hear the bombs and the sirens and all that. And then they went to split screen and then there's this Applebee's app. Oh, right, okay. it, was, oh, it, was, it was rough. It oh. was so rough. The timing was that tough. That's so I do remember that now. Okay. It was the best moment of the past, like six months of my life. It was amazing. amazing. I like cringe well, humor, that, but that was a little cringy for me too. I, was that like, and my, I guess, I guess that and my niece being born was like the best moment. For the eh, fucker. No, thank you. Gross. <laughs> so that is us in the labor markets and All right. uh, kind of the challenges and frustrations, the reason why. And, you know, speaking from, you know, somebody who was recently in the job market and to people who uh, are a part of small businesses and looking for labor. Or one, not looking one, for labor. <laughs> one, one who is just an isolationist and doesn't want even want to bother with other people. One, another one, Mike, who has to hire people and has to yeah. suffer that it's it's unfortunate but i'm not washing we'll, those we'll, dishes thoughts and prayers bro thoughts and prayers thank you we'll, <laughs> it'll be interesting to get like some more uh you know i can't help but think that all of our episodes are going to have something to do with small business and business development and hiring yeah. and managing and all that shit so it'll be it'll be interesting but uh, at least i think it's interesting i don't give a I shit do too. i do too the fake philosophers your small and mid-sized business complainers <laughs> yes need something least, complained about we can do it at least we're employed not like fucking so <laughs> not like fucking socrates he didn't have a job 
He just spoke publicly. Dick. Philosophers. Yeah, I go to the philosophy factory and get a job. Nietzsche, Nietzsche didn't do shit. Philosophy. He what, what did he do? He didn't have a job. He probably might have. I didn't do my research. Anyway. He was a florist. Get some angry comments on that one. Someone take us home. Who's who 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 let us in? I forgot. I did. <laughs> one of you take us home. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for listening. Thanks we for listening. Appreciate it. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends if you yeah, want to listen tell, to some. Tell your friends if you want to listen to some slightly buzzed, pretentious assholes pontificate for and, an and hour. Every we're gonna we're gonna give you a guarantee that Glennie is gonna get angry at least once an episode. You can count That's fair. on that. That's, That's the fair. anger, angry yeah. Glennie guaranteed. Angry for sure. Well, thanks for listening, guys and uh, and girls, and we'll see you. We'll see you next time. <laughs>